we're in our second uh, podcast of this series called Battling Anxiety. And we just really felt like through this series, it would be so great to get some resources together um, as we're journeying, battling anxiety together as a congregation. And um, this past Sunday, I talked about battling anxiety through prayer. And so that's going to be the focus of our conversation today. Um, We have here recording with us, Pastor Quint. Hello, hello. And um, joining us today is Linda Forsman and Katrina Renner. We're so excited they're here. Hi, ladies. Hello. Um, They have both been strong parts of our Erie First congregation for a while. Um, And specifically uh, when it comes to prayer, um, they're both on a team called the Intercessory Prayer Team uh, that is kind of our secret weapon here at Erie First. You may not hear about it a lot, but it's this group of people that get together uh, weekly and sometimes even more often, depending, um, to really pray for our church and pray for you, pray for each of you that are listening. Um, And so we're so thankful for them. And um, Linda's been part of the prayer team for 20 years, over 20 years, and Katrina's been part for about five years. And so we're We're super glad to have them today um, to just talk about specifically the topic of how to pray through our anxiety, how to pray for our anxiety. It's such a complex and complicated thing um, as we've been learning. And so I think this will be really valuable for you if you're somewhere where you can grab a piece of paper and a pen. I think there'll be some great scriptures and things for you to, to take with you. Awesome. So, Quint, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, so last week, uh, if you listen to the podcast, we ended up uh, talking just about how we are uh, intertwined beings. We are physical, we are emotional, we are mental, we are spiritual. And so today I think we're going to find ourselves focusing a lot on this spiritual component, which is fitting being that we're a church. So, um, so I'm excited to hear, uh, kind of from this angle and this perspective, this is obviously very important in the battle against anxiety or the battle uh, for peace of mind. So Linda or Katrina, whoever wants to chime in first, uh, could you talk about why it's so valuable to have others praying and fighting for you in prayer regarding anxiety, as opposed to going at it alone or trying to fight it as a solo battle, okay? And this is actually kind of where last week's podcast ended, as we were talking about having a group of people around you, having Mm -hmm. those speaking life into you. So I think this is a great place to pick up, so. Well, I think um, we were never meant to battle alone. Um, we're supposed to do community together. Yeah. Um, when you think about anxiety, think about just this this wave, this storm of overwhelming emotions. It's not just one single thing. Um, and so we were never meant to be um, just battling it alone. Um, that's what the enemy wants. He intends to keep us bound in mm. silence, um, bound in isolation, and in those feelings of hopelessness, um, shame, defeat. Um, so I think when we go it alone, that's when we tend to believe for myself, the lies that I'll come and believe when I try to do it myself are things such as I'm the only one, um, no one else would understand. Um, this is, this was always a big one for me. Everyone is doing life so much better than Mm, me, better than I am. Um, I'm too much. I'm not enough, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's always one or the other. Um, but I think when we show our vulnerability and ask others to pray with us, we can find out God's truth um, spoken through his servants, you know, so then I get out of my mind, out of the record playing in my mind, and I hear God's truth. Um, One situation I think of was a friend of mine from our church uh, named Carol, who I had, I was so worried about a situation, and I 
emailed her at two in the morning mm. and, and she emailed me back and she said, why aren't you sleeping? This mm. battle is the Lord's. And she wrote this beautiful email. Beautiful. And so I printed it out and I just taped it on my dashboard. And so every time I would start the car and I had to do this for like six weeks straight, every time I started the car, I got in the habit, the routine of looking at that email and praying it as a prayer. Yeah. And I knew that Carol was agreeing with me. So as a way to defeat those lies. So good. Wow. Yeah, we talked about this Sunday, but I think often as Christians, we we get tricked by shame. You know, like mm-hmm. we can ask for a prayer for a physical ailment. We can ask for a prayer for, uh, you know, a, a relationship. But when it comes to like our emotional health, you know what I mean? There's something inside of us where like, well, we should have this all together. And mm-hmm. I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's just the enemy. And once he isolates us, he can hurt you know, hurt us more. He wants so. to take off the lone sheep. Yeah, <laughs> we right. stay totally together good. Pack. Yeah, Linda, yeah. what do you yeah. think about that? Well, as Katrina said, we are the church, and we need the church. Mm-hmm. We need each other, and we need the encouragement from others. Many times, others can pray when we just don't have the strength to really press in in prayer. God can give them insight into situations that we may be missing. It's so valuable to have a trusted prayer partner to intercede and hear what God is saying. It tells us how to move forward, what to do, what to read, what to declare, how to change our thinking. When we try to go it alone, we get into isolation and we think we're the only ones going through something. So we don't want to isolate ourselves. We need a support system, whether it's other people, a small group, to talk us um, in whatever we're going through. We need to stay surrounded to stay at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of scriptures that I have found in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either one of them falls, the one will lift his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. And in Hebrews 10, 25 from the Passion Translation, This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and and urge each other onward. Yeah, so good. You know, even uh, I was just thinking, Jesus in his hardest time said to his disciples, stay awake and pray with me. me. Yeah, pray for me. I know the (laughs) strength. And so even Jesus is asking for help and we're getting kind of ridiculous we don't feel like we can you know so what a what a what a great reminder yeah so good right yeah so um in regards to that what are some strategies that you have used or or honestly even that maybe you've helped others use um when praying for anxiety specifically well one of the biggest things is we need to replace the lies that we have with truths We need to determine what lies we've been told, what may be called ungodly beliefs that need to be replaced with God's truth. We can take communion often, maybe even daily. In her book, The Power of Communion, Benny Johnson shares that taking communion is a tool of warfare. It's aligning ourselves with the reality of Christ crucified and resurrected. Sin and sickness have been defeated. And if we grab onto this power, there is breakthrough available in every area of our lives. When we take communion, we remind the devil that he has lost. We're saying to the devil, you can't have control of my life because you've lost. Mm. Uh, We can pray using anointing oil because anointing oil is a tangible, symbolic representation of our faith in Jesus Christ. 
We can pray specific prayers that have been crafted for spiritual warfare situations like Victor Matthews' The Believer's Warfare Prayer. We can write out scripture and keep it in front of us every day, as Katrina was saying in, mm -hmm. um, earlier. I found that it's much more powerful to write out the scripture yourself than to just print out something that's already been typed mm -hmm. and also to read it out loud so that not only our ears hear it, but it's also heard in the atmosphere. We can also pray in the spirit, especially when mm -hmm. you sense anxiety or panic attacks are coming. Sometimes we need to go on the offensive instead of being on just the defensive. Mm. We can declare scripture, speak it forth into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. That's good. We mobilize angels with our words. We loose them by declaring God's word. Bold declarations of faith deploy angels who become engaged on our behalf. Words of faith activate them to make God's promises concrete realities. Um, you can mm. check out more of that in, in the book Angel Armies by Tim Sheets. Mm. Psalm 103.20 says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, mighty in strength, who perform his word, obeying the voice of his word. So we see that angels assist based upon hearing the word of God that we believe and speak forth. And Psalm 91.11 says, He gives his angels charge over you to defend you in all your ways. Mm -hmm. That's good. There's no stronger weapon of warfare than praise and worship. Mm. Second Chronicles 2022 20, says, and when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against their enemies. So look for words and songs that minister to your heart. So you can recall those words or the song itself when you become anxious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we can also put on the armor of God, Exodus, or excuse me, Ephesians 6, 10 through 17. There's a sample prayer that you can pray that's also available online that Charles Stanley wrote called the Whole Armor of God Prayer. We can make the great exchange where we can exchange our cares for his peace. Psalm 55, 22 says, leave all your cares and anxieties at his feet and take his measureless grace to strengthen you. Those are so good. I, I appreciate so much the practicality of, of that, Linda, because I think sometimes when you know, we're thinking about anxiety. We're like, well, I did pray about it. Like I said, Jesus, take away this anxiety, you know, and not that he can't use that. Certainly that kind of cry. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I think when we will say, well, I did pray about it and nothing happened. I want to remind us that there's so much more, you know what I mean? There, don't, don't feel like you, you exhausted that, uh, effort, you know, right. because mm -hmm. those are such great examples of ways you can pray, things you can literally do actions. And, you know, sometimes God uses, I don't think, uh, I know God never sends that paralyzing fear to us. However, he could use it. He turns everything around for good. Mm -hmm. So he could use it to really pull us closer to him. And all those things mm -hmm. you said, just pull you closer to the dependence. My favorite thing you said was be on the offensive, not the defensive. Like that is, yeah. uh, that's rich. Like right there. That's a good, turn that battle around. Yeah. Turn that battle around. <laughs> yeah. So you're, when you, you know, maybe <laughs> your mother-in-law is coming to town or something <laughs> that's going to cause you anxiety. Not your, not your I mom. love my mother-in-law, <laughs> but, um, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, or that there's a test coming up or there's uh, travel plans, yeah. flying in a plane. We talked about that, mm -hmm. uh, on a Sunday. Um, to be on the offensive, not just like, well, when I get there and I'm totally panicking, I'm going to ask God for help. He can, he'll help you then. Oh, but sure. what a better yeah. situation to pack your bag, mm -hmm. you know, before you go. Well, and I'm I'm just thinking as you're sharing these things of um, I've heard it said like we need to break the agreements that 
that we hold that are wrong. So when you're saying replace lies with truth, we need to assess what in our life do we believe that is false, break that agreement, and replace it with a healthy agreement, a spiritual agreement. And then the other thing I'm thinking of is um, a lot of this I think you can almost attribute to like the sanctification process because like, yes, God uses all things for good, but in this scenario... While God does not want anxiety to rule over us, it doesn't mean he won't use it. To This is an opportunity for us to press in and to draw mm-hmm. nearer and to replace truth with lies. Well, you've got to go dig for those truths that you're going to replace the lies with. So yeah. this is this can be part of our sanctification process and growing closer to him. And that that might be how he chooses to use it. So we need to be open to that and, and desire that, really. So good, you know, yeah. so. Uh, Katrina, do you have anything to add with that? And Alinda covered a broad spectrum, but anything else you can think of that that would be... That was great. I was just thinking, um, I'm so glad that you're teaching out of Philippians 4, 6, and 7, because Mm -hmm. that that is such a precious passage for me. Um, And God really used that... um, for me a couple years ago, um, the, something that causes me a lot of anxiety. And I think probably a lot of other people too, is when I forget my role, Mm. you know, and sometimes I think, what am I supposed to do? You know, meaning my role, but ironically, my role isn't even necessarily to know what I'm supposed to do. Mm. According to Philippians four, six, and seven, um, I need to remember my role. So my role is in verse six, which says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then he comes in with his role in verse seven. So his role, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. So he doesn't want my peace to be based on my understanding, my knowledge of the future, my knowledge of what I'm going to do Mm. five days from now, if it's on my planner or not, that's not where my, his peace is better than that. And so something that he'll use with me is just journaling. Mm -hmm. So like regarding those, that passage, you know, I journaled that uh, I just thank the Lord that you know, he's guarding our hearts and minds with his unearthly peace. Like he has better peace than me knowing what's going to happen or controlling the situation. Um, and he not only cares about the outcome, but he cares about my emotions. So he cares about the external and the internal. He's got it all covered. And I can trust him because he has a whole lot of guarding experience. Right. Like he yeah. knows what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. I can trust this. He's good at I can being trust God. this agreement. Yeah. That's, you good. Know. That's good. Um, he'll speak to me a lot through word pictures. So kind of like you were saying, like, you know, it's the great exchange. You know, I look at it as when I, when I get into um, worrisome thoughts, it's like I'm picking these weeds mm. <laughs> and the, you know, these thorns and, and thicket and things that can hurt me. I'm, I'm picking the poison ivy, you know, and it's like God is my father is saying, hey, come, what do you have for me? Okay, give me that. Give me that. And I have something better for you. It's like yeah. he has this beautiful garden with his thoughts, his cultivated thoughts that he wants me to pick and meditate on instead. Yeah. And, you know, being in this culture, you know, we're bound to have the residue of the world on us. Just like I need to take my Jeep, I need to get the grime off my Jeep, whether it's the rock salt in winter or if it's the sand dust of summer, I need to get that washed. And so the only way I'm going to get that washed is to be in his word yeah. and to have my mind cleansed. Yeah. That's good. It's, it's why we do church every week. You know, it's so that we can come together, worship our way through circumstances, hear from the word and, and refresh and be the corporate church. You know, it's because that's, 
that's a part of it. It's not the only, but that's like a huge part of it is this, it's like this weekly reset button that we have yes. the opportunity to hit. So. We talked a lot in stuff about it being like our activator. You know what I mean? It, it was never meant to be the only time you worship or the only time you pray or the only time, you know, but it's the, the activator through the week that pushes you kind of back to the So yeah. yeah, that's such a great, that's a great thing. Well, um, such good conversation. Do you have one last um, question for us today? Yeah. Comment so the, can... the last thing, and I feel like we have touched on many of these, but maybe we can just kind of final thoughts, uh, say it in a concise way for, for like a takeaway. What advice would you give someone who has prayed about their anxiety, but it just hasn't seemed to go away yet? And I feel like that's kind of been this whole podcast, mm-hmm. but to, to kind of sum it up, uh, what would you say, you know, to that? Well, we often need to change our focus. We need to put our focus on Jesus and not on the anxiety or the no. issues. Mm-hmm. We need to be still and actually pray, God, show me the ways that I'm thinking that are preventing your peace from flooding my life. Mm. And then we search through the scriptures about what God says about anxiety and freedom from fear. We meditate on those, speak them out loud. Second um, Timothy 1, 7, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. John 14, 27 Uh, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. We can also run toward the fear, run toward the roar. When you feel that panicky fight or flight sensation and you want to run away, do the opposite. Run toward the roar. You can't ignore fear, but you don't have to let it control you. Right. True bravery isn't feeling no fear. It's being afraid and moving forward anyway. Joyce Meyer has a popular response that says, do it afraid. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. That's good. Yeah. Um, the name of Jesus is higher than any attack of anxiety that comes against us. And we need to come under the mighty hand of God. First Peter 5, 6, and 7 says to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him for he cares for you. And you notice that verse 6 comes before verse 7. We have to humble ourselves first before we can cast our anxieties. Um, Sometimes we need to shift from looking at our enemies and look at the inner me. Psalm 139.23 tells us to say, Search me, God. Know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Maybe the way you are thinking about it is causing some of the anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I just heard this in a teaching on anxiety by Stephen Furtick, and it's an acrostic, brave. B is for breathe. We need to physically breathe in and out. No. R is remember. Remember what God has told you. A is ask. Make your request to God. V is visualize. Open the eyes of your heart and get an awareness of what God is doing. And E is elevate. The atmospheric pressure gets less if you get up higher and worship God in the midst of the storm. Mm. So when the waves of anxiety come, you need to bring on your brave. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Um, I, you know, I, sometimes we don't know what God's will for us is, but we know what it's definitely not. And he is not the author of mental torment. Right, he, right. That is mm-hmm. not his plan. Mm-hmm. And that, that is clearly from the enemy. So um, I 
you know, I would ask the Holy Spirit to quicken my senses and my reflexes so that I can discern more and more quickly when thoughts that are contrary to his truth invade my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I literally call it out as contraband. I, I will say out loud that it's <laughs> contraband that's going to, I reject that in mm-hmm. the name of Jesus Christ, even mm-hmm. if I'm not feeling that way. I, I speak it out. Um, and I just found that um, even like uh, Google is a wonderful resource. So I'll just, sometimes I'll just quickly just, I'll Google Bible verses on fear. Mm-hmm. A list of 30 come up. I'll just read them. I'll speak them out loud. You know, just read them on my screen, read them on my phone over and over to reprogram my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we've had these, um, these booklets that we can't keep in stock. In <laughs> I know, we, unreal. Were, we ordered more today and I just got we an email did. actually that they shipped. So they should be here. For oh, this wow. weekend, so. awesome. um, but yeah, these, these, um, be anxious for nothing. Imagine a life without fear. Um, faith, not fear. So, um, yeah, I mean, those are things, those are practical things that sometimes we've just got to say it and convince ourselves and remind Mm -hmm. ourselves of what the word says. And eventually our spirit will catch up, you know? So that's, that's awesome. That's great. It's really good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was great. I feel hit the target for sure. And hopefully people can take away some resources from this. We'll, um, I, we'll make sure we get the some of the things you mentioned, Linda, there with books and things like that. We'll make sure we get that out to people too, so that they yep. can available online. Uh, available online, so you can get the order the books and all the things <laughs> which is, we need. Um, I just want to pray to close it out today. Uh, the, together, we're just going to agree in prayer for maybe some people who have been praying about their anxiety, but it just hasn't sh- uh, shaken loose yet. And I want I, I just have this sense that maybe there's some people out there who. Um, this advice feels trite to them. Like they want, like they understand. But when I say to them, hey, pray about it, they're going to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I know that. You know what I mean? But like, what what else? Right. <laughs> and um, and I, I want to just pray for people to be encouraged that if we're praying about it, God's working on it. And yeah. um, that yeah. just because we don't see uh, the tangible results that we're looking for, it doesn't mean things aren't changing or happening. And so um, if you would just, let's just agree together. God, I come to you. And I thank you um, for everyone listening right now. I thank you for everyone that's been part of these conversations on these past few Sundays. And uh, Lord, we pray for those right now, God, that have been maybe battling this season for longer than they want, longer than they want to admit, longer than they want to be in it. And I just pray, Lord, as you've given us this kind of vision that you would send them a lifeline, God, that you send them this rope ladder, Lord, from this metaphorical helicopter, God, to say that if they are hanging on to you and if they're bringing their requests to you, um, God, that you are, they're not falling on deaf ears, Lord, you're hearing them. And so I just pray this great sense of peace, um, this ability for them to keep pushing, to keep um, giving their anxious thoughts and requests to you. And God, we believe for a breakthrough. We believe right now for things to shift and things to change, whether that's internally or externally. God, we know you work in all kinds of creative ways. And so God, we trust you today. And we pray for those that feel like they're barely hanging on right now. And we just agree in Jesus' name that they would find the hope, God, that they need to breathe through one more day, one more meeting, one more conversation, one more custody battle, one more, uh, whatever it is, God, that they're facing, one more um, um, paycheck, one, whatever it is. And, and Lord, we're trusting you for that. And we believe that you are moving and you're fighting on our behalf. And we're so grateful. Um, Lord, we pray that we would find the freedom and the peace that you want us to have. And God, it's in your strong and mighty name. I pray these things. Amen. Well, hey, catch uh, next this coming Sunday, 10 a.m. at Erie First Assembly, 8150 Oliver Road. We hope to see you. Uh, bring somebody with you. And we're excited to just keep tackling this topic through the month of November. Have a great day.